Hello and welcome to the Anxiety Rx podcast. I am your host, Dr. Russell Kennedy, a medical doctor and a neuroscientist who struggled with anxiety myself for many, many years. And I found a way out, and it's not conventional and it's not traditional. And I wrote a book about it called Anxiety Rx that is a number one Amazon bestseller and won the Nautilus Award for psychology in 2020. So I'm pretty proud of the book and I think it's pretty unique. The book has 87% five-star ratings on Amazon. So you don't see too many anxiety books or self-help books for that matter that have an 87% five-star rating, which I'm really, really proud of because it just shows that I'm onto something. I, I put I poured my heart and soul into that book and I really, really wanted to make it different. I wanted to make it emotionally have some depth so that people could really relate to it and just relate to my own experience. So my mission is to make sure that you don't have to suffer with anxiety the way that I did because it just about killed me, anxiety. And I don't want you to have to go through the same pain that I did. So that's why I created the book, I created this podcast, and I've created a program now called Your Anxiety Prescription for people that really want to do the work and heal themselves of chronic anxiety because I think that what we're doing is we're trying to fix the thoughts. And if you've listened to the podcast, you know that the thoughts aren't the answer. The thoughts are the byproduct of this alarm that's stored in our body. And the alarm that's stored in our body is the underlying cause of what we call anxiety. So what we call anxiety is really the state of alarm in our system. And so all these therapies that deal with trying to fix the thoughts are trying to deal with the, the external cause of the problem rather than the root cause. And the analogy that I draw is, is a rowboat, being in a rowboat, having a hole in the hull, and having the water fill up in the boat and then you bail it out. You bail the water out, which is kind of like healing the thoughts. Bailing the thoughts, bailing the water is like is like bailing thoughts. It's like it, it makes you feel a little better. Uh, it, it drops the lo- level of water a little bit, but it doesn't heal the underlying problem because the underlying problem is this hole in the floor of the boat, which is the alarm, which is that old trauma that gets put into us when we're children, when we're least able to handle it, and our conscious mind just can't absorb it. So it gets buried into the unconscious mind first, and the unconscious mind has a reservoir in the body. So the body is a representation of the unconscious mind. So all these old programs and and problems that are, are stored in our unconscious mind eventually find a way to the body. And that's why in medicine, I would see people who would have these illnesses that typically elderly people get like rheumatoid arthritis and all that kind of that kind of age related illness but they would happen in people in their 40s and 50s because they've been you know dealing with trauma their whole lives and the analogy that I draw with trauma is like it's like trying to hold a beach ball underwater you know you can do it but it takes a tremendous amount of pressure to be able to hold that beach ball underwater and it's exhausting so I created this program called Your Anxiety Prescription, and it's it's based on my own healing. It's based on my experience with psychedelics. Not that you're doing psychedelics in the program, you're certainly not, but I'm kind of taking one for the team here. I'm kind of showing you what I learned on psychedelics because I don't think you have to go through the psychedelic experience yourself 
so that you have to understand, so that you can understand how to heal your anxiety. I think you can draw from my experience of it and that hopefully will be enough. Some people will want to go through it and I think, you know, that's fine if you're ready, but it's pretty, it's pretty scary for those of us with uh, anxiety issues to go through psychedelics because I think a lot of our lives we spend trying to stay in control. And the thing about anxiety is it's out of control. Like our thoughts are out of control. And when we try and keep things under control as best we can, whether or not that's obsessive compulsive disorder or anything like that, that often goes with anxiety, it's hard. It's hard to keep that beach ball underwater. And it takes a lot of energy. And then when you take something like ayahuasca or psilocybin or whatever, then all those breaks that we put on these things um, get removed. So you experience your anxiety full force, which is what I did. And it was terrifying. It was absolutely terrifying. But it did show me as I was coming out of LSD specifically that my anxiety, quote unquote, was not actually in my mind. It was in my body. It's in my solar plexus. It's an energy that's stored there that when I think about my dad or schizophrenia or suicide or bipolar, if any of those things get mentioned, I can find that energy in my solar plexus because that is the energy of my pain. That is the root cause of my anxiety. When I couldn't handle my dad's admissions to the mental hospital or his you know, psychotic outbursts or his deep, deep, deep depressions, you know, that energy had to go somewhere and it settled in my solar plexus and that just radiated that energy. And that energy got read by my mind in a process called interoception where the mind reads the body. And it read that what I call background alarm in my system because it's an alarm from my background that was never resolved, that was never resolved at the time. If you have a trauma when you're a child and you have parents or a parent who can see here, see you, hear you, and love you, and you know, kind of shepherd you through the trauma, you don't deposit that trauma in your unconscious, or at least not as much. And when you don't deposit all that trauma in the unconscious, it doesn't get put into your body as alarm, and it doesn't sit there and radiate for the rest of your life and really kill your quality of life. My quality of life for many years was was destroyed by this sense of alarm that was in my body. So this program I've created focuses specifically on finding that alarm, bringing it up to the surface, compassionately making a connection to that younger version of yourself who just couldn't handle the trauma at the time and titrating it. Do it, do it slowly enough that we can start bringing that trauma up to the surface and kind of allowing it to heal and then giving you a process that you can use daily that allows you to, to just continually chip away at that alarm and eventually heal it. I know my wife, Cynthia, who's a somatic trauma therapist, is going to help me in the program. She's going to drop in uh, on the calls. There's going to be two weekly calls. And she'll drop in on some of the calls and give some advice as to, you know, how to move through this stuff, how to move through this trauma in a titrated way. Because I see a lot of programs that go into and say, okay, well, we're going to we're going to expose the trauma and bring it up to the surface and, and have you heal it. Well, you have to do it slowly. You can't like let that beach ball go. If you've been holding that beach ball three feet underwater and you let it go, it's going to, it's going to come back and hit you in the face. 
You know, you really have to do this slowly. And that's really what I'm trying to do is create a program that mimics how I healed from chronic, debilitating, almost suicidal anxiety to a place where it's manageable, to a place that you can start seeing it where you don't have to be it anymore. When you could have awareness around your old trauma and so that it doesn't trigger you so much anymore. And then you can do something about it. Then you can start bringing it up to the surface. Then you can start healing it. Then you can start making friends and connecting with that younger version of yourself that was traumatized. Because really, that's what anxiety is. It's the child in us that still stopped or halted at that particular stage of development where they were abused, abandoned, neglected, where there was a major loss that wasn't soothed by a caregiver. That's still in us. There's a theory that says that if you experience a major trauma, that part of you stays halted at that age. And and I could explain to you why that is from a hippocampus and amygdala state. But today, I just want to talk about the program and, and how it helps people, how it's going to help people, how it's really different than anything else that's already out there. Because I see so many of these programs that are out there that, that claim that they're going to heal your anxiety in 30 days or whatever. And they're all cognitive. They're all, well, examine your worries. Your worries aren't real. Just realize that your worries aren't real. And that's going to heal you. And it's not because that's not the freaking root of the problem. The root of the problem is this old trauma that's stored in your body. We have to bring that up slowly. We have to bring that to a place where you can, you can touch it. You can touch into it and then maybe leave it and then touch into it and then maybe leave it so that you develop this sort of acclimatization to it. You know, Bessel van der Kolk talks about this in, in The Body Keeps the Score and that we're not getting people to get rid of their anxiety. What we're getting them to do is acclimatize to the sensation in the body so that it doesn't send you in a deep alarm every time because typically what happens is we get triggered by something either internally or externally. That alarm gets flared up. Our mind, which is a meaning-making, make-sense machine, makes up a story to go along with the alarm. And, the, and it's not going to be a story about kittens, puppies, and picnics. It's going to be a story of horrible things. It's going to be a story of, I, I'm not going to be able to pay my, I'm going to be die. I'm not going to pay my taxes. I'm going to be, be destitute. I'm going to be left alone. My family's going to leave me. There's all these things that the mind kind of makes up to make a story that's congruent with the alarm that's stored in the body. And if you don't know the alarm is stored there, you will assume that the thoughts are the cause of your anxiety, which 99.9% .9 of people and practitioners and psychiatrists and counselors do. They assume that anxiety is in the mind. I don't. I assume that, oh, I did assume that anxiety, excuse me, anxiety was in the mind. But now I know anxiety is this place that stores this old alarm energy. And I call it background alarm in the book because it's from your background. And it also stays in the background of your life. And if your life is going great, you probably won't feel it too much. But if your your life is being challenged on some level, that old background alarm kind of moves itself into the foreground again. And if we don't treat the underlying real condition, we're never going to get free of anxiety. You might You might learn how to think better, but we really want you to learn how to feel better. And you don't feel better until you can kind of clear that that alarm. And, and that's what it was for me. It was, it was finding that alarm, doing some somatic therapy, connecting with that younger version of myself that was really traumatized by the chaos of my 
my household because of my father being so severely mentally ill and just not knowing what to do with that. You know, you, I can talk about that and I have talked about it. I've probably been in, you know, 25 years of therapy on one way or another and didn't really do much. Really didn't do much. I mean, it, it feels nice to have a nice talk with someone and sort of get it all out there, but it doesn't do anything for the underlying cause. So that's why I created this program called Your Anxiety Prescription because I want to do something for the underlying cause. I want to really create something that makes people accountable for their own healing. So you're not, you're not um, dependent on a psychiatrist or a doctor or a counselor or a medication, you know, or a process. You know, you you can start doing it for yourself. And really, it comes down to connecting with that younger version of yourself, connecting with that alarm. And then just slowly learning how to soothe that alarm, which I will show you in the program. That's exactly what the the program is about, is showing you where your alarm is, showing you that when it gets activated, we don't go into our heads. We actually connect with that version of alarm. And then we find other places in our body that actually feel calm or peaceful. And then we titrate them back and forth. That's one method. There's a bunch of methods that I use in the course that are really designed to come at it from all sides so that you can develop all these tools that really work as opposed to just trying to manage your thoughts, which doesn't work. It, it, it's a tremendous amount of work to try and manage your thoughts. It's a tremendous amount of work to try and think differently than how your body feels. So it's learning how, how can you manipulate your body into a place where it's calm, it's peaceful. And it's not all Zen, yoga, it's not all that stuff. It's basically getting to really know your body, know how it feels, know how it feels when it feels good. So often we don't pay any attention to our body when we feel good. When we feel good, it's like, hey, I just take everything for granted. When you feel bad, that's when you start looking around for everything that's going wrong. So what I often will do with my patients is that I will get them to say, hey, you know, when you feel good, I really want you to focus on how that feeling good feels in your body so that you can start getting used to knowing that feeling and then reproducing that feeling. And then once you start healing, once you start the process of healing, once you start moving away from that alarm, it really starts to let you go because I really do think that our systems are designed to heal. They really are, if, if we give them the chance. And the little analogy that I draw is like, if you get a cut, you know, a fairly, maybe a significant cut on your forearm or whatever, and you keep picking the scab, that, that's gonna scar, it's never gonna heal. You know, but if you just leave it alone, if you just leave that, that sort of area alone to heal and you give it the chance to heal and you give it the, all the, the, the energy that it needs to heal, it will heal. But if you keep thinking, if you keep getting wrapped up in your thoughts, it's like picking that scab over and over and over again. So your anxiety prescription is all about finding your alarm, acclimatizing to it, making friends with it because it is your younger self, and then being able to move past it. And then once you start moving past it, when you start making making progress, that's when I see people really have a life change when their when their life changes from just not being anxious or as i should say probably alarmed all the time because being an alarm takes you out of your your life 
It, it takes you out of this sort of place where you feel comfortable, where you feel safe. If you look at the neurochemicals, it takes you out of this serotonin-based, I'm really happy with the here and now sunset. And it puts you into this place of lack where, oh, if I only had this, I'd feel better. If I only had that, I'd feel better. Or worse, you know, I'm making myself feel worse because I feel bad. There must be something wrong with me. You know, all this kind of things that I deal with in, in this program, this, this sort of the, the, the self-judgment, the self-abandonment, the self-blame, the self-shame, where that comes from, the inability to receive is such a massive problem with people with anxiety because they've never learned how to receive. They can, they give, they're very good at helping other people, but they've never really been comfortable with receiving. And if you're not comfortable with receiving, you're not going to be able to heal that alarm. So there's all these things that I, I, a lot I take from the book. There's a lot of stuff uh, I, t I have learned outside of the book that I use in this program to help people. And the program is $2,500 US dollars. Uh, it's 12 weeks. I, get, I give two calls a week, um, lasting between sort of 60 and 90 minutes to give you actual hands-on experience. There's exercises each week. They're not intense. That's Buddha, I guess, is out there barking. Uh, it's uh, it's not it's not particularly intense. I try and take it in a stepwise program, so that so that you can start knowing yourself. You can start knowing your body. You can start knowing your alarm. Making friends with it. Connecting with your body. Because so much of anxiety is this, you know, this mind body disconnection that we've had since we were children. And we don't really live. Like when your mind and your body are disconnected from anxiety, you don't really live. You just exist for a lot of time. And I'm sure if you've anxiety, you know what I feel, you know what I'm saying. I've got a little bit of, you know, pressure of speech kind of today because I've been doing too many things and, and trying to get this launch done and that kind of thing. So I need to slow down a little bit myself. But I really just wanted to do a podcast today about, you know, the program, how good it's going to be, how revolutionary it's going to be. Um, I don't want to do this thing that's like, well, now if you, you know, you get all this, you get this bonus, you get this bonus, you get this bonus, and now we'll take the price down to $1 billion. Now how much would you pay? You know, it's just not part of, I, I don't want to sell anybody anything. I don't feel like I need to sell anybody anything. If this resonates with you, if the program resonates with you, by all means, then follow it up. There's a link in my bio on Instagram. My Instagram handle, as many of you know, is at the anxiety MD, it has all the information on the course itself. And I'm probably going to offer it, you know, two or three times a year. So if you miss this one, it's not a huge deal. But, you know, I think the price will go up as I get a little more adept at providing the information. But, you know, I think I, I just, this is my life's work. This is my life's work is to help people with anxiety. And if I can get people who are committed, and that's partly why I charge $2,500, because I want people who are serious about leaving their anxiety behind or getting to the point where their, their anxiety doesn't run their life, rather than offer a course for three or $400 that people don't pay much attention to. You know, and it plus it gives me the it gives me the financial wherewithal to, to put my all into this because I really, really want to help you. It's not just something that I, I, I do this course. Oh, I have an online course. It's like I really, really want to help you. And I want people in this course that want to help each other because we heal in community. We don't heal this model of sitting in front of a therapist every week for five years. I mean, it might help, but it doesn't seem to heal anybody. I have a lot of people a lot of my friends, actually, who have been in counseling for years. And, you know, maybe they're a little better, but they're not a lot better. 
And I always like talk about this joke of like, if you had a, a, a leak in your house and a plumber came by and every, every week charged you $200 and after five years, that leak was just a little bit better. Would you, would you keep paying that guy? Would you keep paying that guy? I, you know, so yeah, I'm a little hyper today. I should probably slow down. I had a coffee earlier on. That's probably what did it to me. But really, I'm I'm passionate about helping people with anxiety. You know, it's it's part of it's part of what I was supposed to contribute in my life. I think I went through a uh, I think I went through a um, a childhood with a father who was severely mentally ill, so that I could become a doctor. And that wasn't the first stop or the final stop. Um, I use my my medical knowledge of the HPA axis and all this kind of stuff as well, but it's mostly just understanding, you know, the emotional root cause, where this comes from. And I wouldn't have found it if it wasn't for LSD and ayahuasca and all that kind of stuff. So, so consider taking the course so you don't have to take LSD <laughs> because all the insights that I get from it, I put into this course. And I'm really, really committed to helping people and shepherding them through this difficult, difficult thing to treat. Because this is what I run up against is that your ego doesn't want you to get better. It doesn't. Your ego is used to you being anxious. And partly in your child mind, you believe that the hypervigilance, the constantly having to have control, all this kind of stuff is protective. There is an unconscious sort of air of protection with this constant need to control the situation, but that hurts you. That's like holding the beach ball underwater. So what I'm trying to do is get you to a place where you understand your own mind, your own body. You can connect back into that mind-body connection. You can develop a, a reconnection with that younger version of yourself, and you can heal. That's what, you know, that's what I do this for, is to help people heal. So today, yeah, I was a bit rushed. I was a bit rushed, I, I will be honest. And, um, but I'm really passionate about this program. I'm tired because I've been pushing it for a while and doing webinars and that kind of thing. But I really, really do think it will help people. I really do. And that's why, that's why I do this. I really don't want you to have to suffer with anxiety the way I did. So that's going to end the episode for this week. Um, please check out my Instagram page at the Anxiety MD. All the details of the program are there. And if you're interested and you feel like you are committed to finally, finally, finally getting, you know, clear of this anxiety issue and helping other people along the way, then you're exactly the type of people, uh, person I want in this program. So please join me. And so I'll sign off now. It's Dr. Russ Kennedy. And I always say, I don't want you to have to suffer with anxiety the way I did. So we will see you next time.